0: Welcome to Is This Place Trash? Hosted by myself, Eric Dahl, and co-host
1: Alexander Dahl. Poking people with drug needles is probably not part of their business model.
0: Where we explore the deep, dark world of one-star reviews and make a judgment on if the business is trash or the reviewer is just pretentious. Alex, do you remember in the 90s a video game called Leisure Suit Larry? Uh, vaguely. Wasn't there a bunch of them? Yeah, there was a whole bunch of them. They were a very crass comedy series, uh, kind of in the style of the LucasArts uh, games where you tell a character where to go and how to interact with an object. And I know that it was not only a cult hit, eventually, but it was responded very poorly to audiences, too, as being too crass too pornographic, too upsetting for parents of the day. And it seems like there's always something that makes parents mad. But you know what I liked about Leisure Suit Larry? What's that? That he had a leisure suit. <laughs> He'd always hang out in lounges. Sure. I know we've talked about lounges in the past and how we like lounges, but you know where else you could find some really great lounges? Um, <clears throat> Well, I'm gonna take a shot in the dark here and say a casino. A casino? I don't know how you knew that. <laughs> it's almost like the today's episode is about the Hollywood Casino in St. Louis. And the title I've come up with for today's episode is A Harsh Lesson. And it's a harsh lesson for people to learn because every step of the way, a casino is designed to extract more money from you, to make you play longer, And to make you think that you are going to win big from the bright lights to the sounds, the smells, there's no clocks anywhere. You can lose time. You'll lose yourself in this glitzy environment that is designed at its very core as a way to make you make the casino rich. Remember they don't make casinos to lose money. They make casinos to make money. That makes sense right yeah absolutely no
1: windows so you can't see outside to get a sense of what time it is like you said no clocks they pump oxygen into the gaming floor
0: yeah, they give you free alcohol usually when you're on the gaming machine so that you can have better or i should say not better worse judgment as to mm-hmm. what your odds are whether you should stop playing and it reminds me of a saying that Captain McCards would say on Star Trek The Next Generation. And he said it probably more than a few times, but it's something that I've always understood from him to be the human condition. And it doesn't necessarily take a harsh lesson at a casino to learn this, but you're not going to win every time. And it's possible to commit no mistakes and still lose. That is not weakness. That is life. And it's no truer here than it is at A Harsh Lesson, starring the Hollywood Casino, St. Louis.
1: Now, I've never been to this specific casino, but I've been to a bunch and I've worked at casinos. Um, But uh, what, what particularly happens at this casino that might be different than any other casino?
0: So maybe not a lot. I know that a lot of casinos have tried to expand their reach try to expand the offerings that they have. I have been to this casino probably a lot of times. I like this casino. I have never had a problem at this casino. It does have good security. It has good security measures. I went to a New Year's Eve celebration at this casino. It has an amphitheater uh, uh, kind of attached to it for large shows to go to. It has a number of good eating establishments inside of it. It reminds me a lot of, say, Mystic Lake uh, at Prior Lake there in Minnesota. If that kind of draws a, an analog for you, sure. So this uh, this is a hotel that it, wa- it was purchased and re- renamed into uh, the Hollywood Casino in two thousand twelve. It's located in Maryland Heights, uh, Missouri, and it's not located very far away from one of our previous episodes, uh, Dave & Buster's. You remember, a world of busted
1: dreams. Of a, a child's casino, even though they sell alcohol. <laughs> I've always thought about that, about how, like, arcades and things like that are, like, a casino for
0: children. You know, it's interesting you would say that. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese is a good example. Dave & Buster's, maybe, to a lesser extent. Anytime that you... Make some of your money off the like the ski ball or the tickets or whatever is going on there where you're basically gambling real money for tickets and you're taking those tickets and exchanging them at a horrible exchange rate for some garbage that they're hanging on a wall. It, it's it's similar in the sense that you are there to lose track of time to have fun. And exchange the Peasley amounts of tickets you get for, you know, a a bubblegum wrapper. I think one of the people called it in a previous episode. So, uh, yeah, I can see the similarity there. I can totally see it. Do you remember, like, in the
1: 80s at, like, the height of the arcade, like, craze that, like, parents would just leave their kids at the arcade for hours unattended?
0: I, I remember that. But I do remember, like, when our parents would go to shows. And I remember one time when they went to go see Gallagher. Uh, And they left wearing like garbage bags, you know. And I mean, Gallagher is dead now. Unfortunately, he was a a great person. Uh, They would drop us off or at least me off at a kids club. It was up on uh, York, I think, over by kind of like where the Best Buy used to be located. There was Mm -hmm. like a drop off daycare there where you just got dropped off for a latch key or whatever you'd call it. And they drop you off and you spent, you know, three hours or whatever at the the drop off uh, daycare. I don't see a lot of those anymore, uh, but I do remember going to those quite often.
1: Yeah, I remember that specific place that you're talking about. I think about it periodically because I might be looking for something like that. But I don't think that sort of thing exists anymore. And like looking back at it, it was like Lord of the Flies in there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I remember a lot of things happening in those places, especially like the one that we went to had, like, the the kid movie theater, kind of, you would go up, like, this ladder system, and they would have, like, this enclosed room where you'd go to, and they'd have, like, I remember, like, they show like, Care Bears and stuff on the movie screen, and they had, like, they had Nintendos there, I mean, this predates Xbox, I think this even predates Super Nintendos, probably, Mm -hmm. but but it was great, I, I had a great time there. I remember the like the little eating area they had and I don't know how any of this has to do with the casino, but I do remember uh, being dropped off and basically saying, Bye, we'll see you later. I hope you're not dead when we get back. So
1: Yeah, and like at the time as a kid, like I never thought anything of it. I was just like, Oh cool, we get to play for a few hours, like
0: Yeah, it was be- I was better than us staying at home and breaking the aquarium with balls and stuff and then like running out to the parent. I didn't do that. <laughs> Well, one of us did that, and uh, I remember having to go give my parents a bunch of money because I broke the fish tank, so uh, uh-huh. yeah, that was unfortunate. I, I, I broke a few things when I was a child. In any case, uh, like I said, this hotel opened in 2012, or that's when they bought it. Uh, it was purchased uh, from Caesars, and uh, the hotel has 512 rooms, over 120,000 square feet of gaming space with 91 table games. I would say that when I go to a casino, the table game I want to play is blackjack, and I can't play black. Agreed. I can't play blackjack with other people. I split cards too often. I don't try to win. I just try to have fun, and it can make other people at the table very, very angry with you very fast. So I do. I do enjoy t- playing blackjack at the table, but I can't play with other people unless I know those people uh, because I get ostracized very fast. So. Uh, i i'd I'd rather do blackjack at a table than do like video poker i i don't trust video poker i'm sure it's fine but blackjack i can see it it's in front of me it's tangible i can somehow trust that yeah roulette's fun too yeah yeah assuming it's not uh maybe from somewhere else Notable restaurants in the property include Hops 99, which is a great restaurant, Final Cut, which is like a premier steakhouse, and Charlie's Gritto, which is like an Italian-themed restaurant. I haven't ate at Charlie's, but I've ate at the other two places. It's, uh, my review would be five stars. The nearby Hollywood Casino App Theater has a capacity of over 20,000 people and is owned by Live Nation. Uh, before the name change in 2014, it was known as the Riverport. And like I said, it is physically located uh, near our previous place, uh, Dave and Buster's. Not a lot, really, of this place. There are a lot of different Hollywood casinos in the country. uh, But the reviews today will be focusing on just this hotel casino in St. Louis. And we'll talk about more after the break. Alright, welcome back to a harsh lesson starring Hollywood Casino, St. Louis. Now, before we get in the reviews, I'll go through some of the review the stars here for this establishment. Kind of see where we are when we're talking about the statistics and the net promoter score. Of five stars, it had seven percent, four stars, fifteen percent, three stars, sixteen percent, two stars, fifteen percent. And for one star, it had 48.5% of the reviews were one star of this establishment. Uh, that makes the average star uh, 2.1888, repeating forever. Uh, the net promoter score, which we talked about before, uh, we like to see about 30%. Less than 30, you kind of indicated that your business isn't doing so well. 0% being pretty poor. Uh, the Hollywood Casino in St. Louis, Comes in a net promoter score of negative 56.64%. That's bad. I will tell you that, like, just based on just looking at it abstractly, like I knew nothing about this place, I would be very scared to go there. A 56% net performance score, or a negative 56.64%, uh, that would be an indication of some pretty serious shenanigans happening at this establishment.
1: Yeah, comparatively, that's uh, that's pretty intense.
0: Yeah, it's intense. Uh, the next couple episodes, we're gonna get a little bit more intense, but uh, for now, Hollywood Casino, negative 56.64 on our website, uh, www.isthisplacetrash.com. In the statistics section, you can see what some of the distribution curves for these things look like. This has a distribution curve of type 11, which I guess is made up by me, but uh, there is more information about those distribution curves on our website. Next step, I guess we'll go through some reviews. Uh, I'll start with the first set of five and one star reviews and uh, we'll switch off from there if that works for you, Alex. That's good. Good. All right. Our first review, our first five star review. I love this place. We'll be visiting quite often. Exactly what you look for in a casino. Adore the poker room. Over 2,100 slot machines, over 57 table games. Several dining options, from fast, delicious burgers at the Celebrity Grill to a more upscale experience at Final Cut Steakhouse. There is something to satisfy everybody's palate at one of the seven dining venues. And you can't forget about Boogie Nights, the ultimate 70s, 80s, and 90s dance club that opens on Friday and Saturdays from 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. That was a five-star review, and I will tell you, I do enjoy uh, dancing to 70s, 80s, and 90s music. Certainly, I did enjoy that when we were there for the New Year's Eve celebration. And uh, But this review as a whole, it has one of those problems I think we've talked about before, where it's got too much marketing in it. You think? Yeah. Yeah, when we're talk- yeah. talking about uh, over 2,100 slot machines, 57 table games... When I do a review of Place, I'm not that specific. This is very specific for something uh, for a five-star. So it, it kind of seems a little hollow to me, but... Um, when they start talking about the door hours and their positive review,
1: that's a little kind of uh, a red flag there. Yeah,
0: it's not great. Uh, well, so we'll move on to a one-star review. My daughter booked a room for her 20th birthday at the Hollywood Casino. Once she got there, she was checked into her room, and while she was there, she found out the toilet did not work, nor did the phone in the room. So now she has gone to the front desk in which they tell her after checking her in that they will not give her a new room, and that matter of fact, she's too young to even get a room at the hotel. I then come up to the front desk, being that I was in the casino of the hotel, and I spoke with the woman about the room. She told me that because my 21-year-old daughter is not yet 21 and that I would have to be in the actual hotel room with her instead of being at the casino while my daughter enjoys a couple of her friends in the room, I told her I was not leaving the hotel itself, but that I would be in the casino so that my daughter could have some privacy with her friends. She then told me that I could not leave the room with her. So now my daughter's birthday is ruined. She had friends from another town come and visit. I'm very upset with Hollywood. I've never had a problem like this before. I would like to say that in my review is a thumbs down. I do not appreciate the courtesy that was given to me from the front desk manager. Her name is Kelly. I asked for another person to help me and she refused and continued to laugh with the other woman on duty and the security guard. Apparently she thought the entire situation was funny and she displayed that to my daughter and to my face. I do not appreciate it at all. It's such a nasty customer service, I will not be staying at the Hollywood Casino again. And I will not suggest any of the people that I know stay there either. That was a one star review, and I would like to read another I would like to read a sentence of this again, just for some context. Let's see, where can I find it? Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, it's right here. I was told that my, because my daughter was 20 years old and not 21, I would have to be in the actual hotel room instead of being in the casino while my daughter enjoys a couple of her friends in the room. Right. <laughs> so uh, I, I assume that's a grammatical. I'm sure there's a grammatical error in here. However, the way this is written alludes to there being some sort of illicit activity happening in this hotel room. And whether that's, uh, you know, a little touchy-feely uh, type uh, something happening there or maybe something else like illicit drugs happening in this room, something is happening in this room that should not happen. So what is the gambling age in, in Missouri? To gamble? 21. You, you yeah. have to be 21 to win, I think, and you have to be 21 to drink. Oh, okay. In, in Minnesota, it's 18
1: to gamble, 21 to drink.
0: Well, I don't know. Let me – well, this is Missouri anyway. The age limit to gamble in Illinois is 21. Uh, The gambling age in Missouri to be at a casino slot machine is 21. You you could Mm. be 18 and win the lotto, but you have to be 21 in order to gamble. So it does make sense that the hotel would say you have to be 21 in order to – uh, stay overnight or stay in their hotel room. I'm certainly there's uh, legal reasons they want to make sure they don't get sued by the gaming commission or something. But to me, this person was trying to pull a fast one on the hotel and got caught. I think it's pretty much that simple. Yeah, I think um, if they were
1: if she was serious about her daughter having a good evening, then uh, she would have looked up prior what the age restrictions were.
0: Yeah, I can see how maybe they thought. Yeah, I'll go get the room. You guys go have fun in the room, and I'll hang out in the casino floor. I-, I can see where that kind of thought process could be justified in your head. However, the thing that really concerns me about this is what are they doing in the room? Like, I don't I don't get it. Like, what, <laughs> what is happening? Why is it so important that they have this hotel room? Um, mm-hmm one of the one of the funny sentences
1: that i think in this one is the apparently she thought the entire situation was funny and she displayed that to me and my daughter's face it's a funny way to say they just laughed in her face
0: yeah i think it's kind of funny too personally i i just you can't do this you cannot it's like you can't lie to your insurance company you can't lie to the Mm. hotel company you're gonna get caught and when you get caught Everybody's going to wash their hands and be like, it's your fault. You lied to us. It's not we're, We can't, We don't know if you're lying to us. But. Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: we used to go or be taken to casinos that had um, entertainment for kids. And as long as the kids weren't on like the gaming floor, you could
0: still take them around the hotel. And well, stuff. yeah, I think what you're talking about is Hinkley when we would go up there and the parents would have their casino nights or whatever. But... Like, in that case, that was a room designated for kids to hang out in while the the adults were, you know, having fun doing gaming. And for a casino, that makes a lot of sense. Why not have Mm -hmm. a room specially designed for your kids to play arcade games or to hang out? Kind of like that, you know, that drop-off daycare that I was talking about. You go there, you hang Mm -hmm. out, and your parents pick you up after they're done. Like, I remember walking out of there one time when I was not even 18, and the, ever the security was on me so fast, I didn't even know it was happening. Like, no, you can't come out here. You gotta go back in there. And they were they were yeah. pretty aggressive on making sure that nobody got out of that area that wasn't supposed to.
1: Well, and you know, that's another thing kind of looking back that, you know, those security guards are probably there for our protection as well. Who knows
0: what sort of weirdos were at the casino. Yeah, I always kind of figured that was one of the cases. And I think we'll see that later as we get to some of these reviews that, yeah, security uh-huh. can be a little onerous, But that onerousness or whatever the verb would be for that, it's really for everybody's mutual benefit.
1: Right. All right. Well, on that note, I will uh, go into this five star review uh i'm not into gambling and haven't gambled here so my review isn't based on any gambling experience the boyfriend comes here often to gamble and between and between here ameristar and lumiere this is his favorite casino i only come here because i'm having drinks and dinner with the boyfriend at one of the two of our favorite spots either charlie's uh charlie Gittos or fat tie which brings me to the point of my review. I enjoy coming here and hanging out because of the restaurant choices inside the casino, first and foremost, and because I enjoy having cocktails throughout the casino. Inside the casino, the bartenders are really nice and admit and aiming to please. I am able to tell them what I'm do what I'm going for and what I like and they mix up some concoction or another for me. Also, they have a cocktail menu with a nice selection of drinks to choose from. I feel safe going to and from my vehicle and walking around, which is key. The casino is clean, which is another added plus, And surprisingly, the smoking factor isn't too bad where I'm not feeling like I'm walking into a chimney once I arrive home. Again, for me, it's the food and drinks. Oh, yeah. The location is actually another plus for me. I, can't, I cannot comment on the buffet because I'm not really into buffets, so I have no real desire to try this one.
0: Do you remember going to, like, Mystic Lake buffets with the parents all the time? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I would say that I always enjoy the casino buffets. I know that when we've been in Vegas, I don't think we've ever had a lot of buffets when we've been to Vegas before. I don't think so, but I do. No, I do like the casino. I certainly like hanging out in the casino. What I really like is being able to sit down, uh, sit at one of the relaxing like lounge atmospheres, you know, drink your beer, watch like karaoke in the background or whatever, or what people watch. Uh, there's a lot to do mm-hmm. that isn't gambling at a casino, and I think it would really surprise a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Uh, just lounging around is definitely one of my favorite things to do at the casino because there's there's so much people watching that can be done, and if you're in like a good environment and a good lounge, uh, that'll just make everything you know kind of better. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, You're not you're not gambling. Yeah. Don't gamble with your entertainment. Go to a lounge. You can drink your money instead of just throw it away. Well, it all goes down the drain eventually, doesn't it? Uh,
1: I guess so. All right. So here we have a one-star review. Uh, my wife and I stayed at Hollywood on Saturday, 12, 13. Coffee maker wasn't cleaned. Bathroom was dirty. And worst of all, we found drug needles in the bed. They are. They at first tried to just remake the bed until we insisted on moving rooms. I normally would have just drove home, but it was past midnight and wife had to be up at 530 Sunday morning emt came and checked me out for possible puncture but no report was filed was supposed to receive call next morning but did not left cell at front desk uh when checking out but still no one called had to go up there on monday to make sure the report was filled out and have them pay for uh, precautionary blood work still no real apology making me wonder if this is a regular occurrence Um, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that poking people with drug needles is probably not part of their business model.
0: No, it's probably not. But uh, do you maybe think that this could have been some of the shenanigans that was happening in the other one star review? (laughs) Maybe. I mean, maybe it was the same hotel room. I I have no idea. What I do know is that a bunch of 20, uh, 20 year olds that aren't even 21 yet hanging out in a hotel room. Uh, with their friends uh, could potentially be a recipe for disaster that did include drug needles. You don't know? Clearly, this person saw drug needles, was punctured by a drug needle. I'm surprised there wasn't, like, a lawsuit out of this. Can you imagine if that person had got, like, an STD or something or whatever from the needle? Yeah, that would have been, um... Not great for them. No, not great for anybody. Uh, and they would know who was in that room prior. So it's not like it's going to be a surprise.
1: Yeah, but I could also see like the casino lawyers coming back and say,
0: those are your drug needles. I That would be the lawyer thing to do, right? Pass the buck back yeah. at the person who got hurt. And you don't know. Yeah, I guess you'd have to have a lot of lawyers involved. And at the end of the time, the casino is going to have more lawyers and more money than you do. Yeah. Be careful what you wish for there. Uh, okay, that was a one-star, so now it's time for a five-star review. Would definitely stay here again. All of the staff members were friendly and helpful. We stayed here to go see a concert at the amphitheater. Would recommend getting the wristband for the shuttle. The wristbands are only $10, plus you get VIP entrance at the concert, and you get a $10 voucher for food at the casino. That's a five-star review, and I will vouch that that is all true. Every word in that sentence is 100% factual. We, we have done that, we've been to the casino. Uh, normally that's why we're there. Uh, we'll get the wristbands, we will take the shuttle to the, the concert venue, we'll get the VIP entrance, well, there's no parking, no fighting for parking, no sitting in a parking lot for an hour trying to get out. It is perhaps the greatest way to go to that concert venue.
1: I've only been to a concert at a casino once and uh, we went with a group of friends and one of the guys that we went with kept, um, you know, progressively getting drunker throughout the night. And by the time the show came around, like, we couldn't get him to just keep his shirt on. Like, every five minutes he was trying to, like, take his shirt off and, like, run into the crowd. And it's just like, dude, <laughs> we're at a
0: casino. You, gotta you don't even talk on. about me like that. Jeez. No, yeah, I don't know. It <laughs> depends on how drunk I get and whether the shirt stays on or not. But, uh, one-star review. So after being told that my driver's license from my home, co- my home country was unacceptable because my government was not as good as the American government ID identification process, I was then badgered and then chastised by management. When trying to talk to the manager who made the final decision to declare my legal identification unacceptable and bar me entry into the casino, even though I'm well over 30 years old, it was pointless because he was not prepared to listen to anything I had to say as he interrupted every single sentence. That, I began, he had made his decision before even listening to my grievances, which is ridiculous. As a transgendered American, identification is already an awkward and intimidating ordeal. However, law is law. That said, any good manager should recognize the situation at hand and try to make a paying customer feel comfortable. However, it was the complete opposite. I was very much in my barest, very much put my on blast and my rights were violated. I believe so. Thank you, Hollywood. You're awesome. I believe you're awesome is sarcasm in this one star review. I think. Yeah, I'm going to. And I'm not going to get into the whole transgendered American thing. I I don't care. You be you. It's not really my business who or what you are. But I'm curious about the identification process and where this person was from. What country provides government issued ID that the U.S. government doesn't treat as being legal identification? I I wonder what the answer to that question is. I I suppose I could have looked it up. I didn't. But in this case, we have a person who's well over 30 who has who's from another country that has a government-issued ID that isn't being accepted by management, and it kind of reminds reminds me of uh, Have you, you do you recall the Tom Hanks movie The Terminal or Terminal or whatever it was called, where he's yeah where he's stuck in the terminal yeah. because his home country uh, became extinct and. He had a, his passport was no longer good yep. anywhere, so he basically lived the rest of his life at the airport. Yeah, it was yeah. loosely based off uh, a true story. And so this kind of reminds you of that situation where you have a guy who's got an identification, uh, but the ID is not being recognized because it's unacceptable. I don't know what the situation is. I don't think transgendered has anything to do with this situation. This is simply an issue where his ID is not being recognized. I, just, I would like to know more about this. So every once in a while we get these one-star reviews that they, they caused me to want to know more and really want me to talk to this person and be like, okay, tell me about this. Like what actually really happened here? Because I I don't understand the specifics. And the specifics, and I think, in this situation really do change my outlook on if this is really a one-star review or if this is like something that the business actually was doing incorrectly. I, I don't know, but I want to know more. So I, I guess my
1: question about this one is – it's not mentioned, but it, I guess I assumed that they were also staying in the hotel. But if they're just walking up to the casino and then just being turned away, I, I mean, I guess I don't see that as the biggest No, a private
0: business in the United States of America has the legal right to bar you from entry or to kick you out if you are violating their policies, right? The, we like to think that in America you have the right to do whatever you want, but that's not true. Uh, A private business, the First Amendment doesn't apply to a private business. Private business doesn't have to let you in. A private business just cannot discriminate based on factors of discrimination. Age is a discriminating factor, but not if you can't prove it. Like if you can't prove to the business that you're a certain age, it behooves them to not let you in. You know,
1: yeah, it's in there. It's in their best. Yeah, they don't know how old you are and
0: how are they supposed to know that you're 21? And how do they know it's not like a sting operation where they get this guy who's like 20 that looks like he's 30 and they let him in. And then all of a sudden they have the, you know, the FBI banging down their door because they let an underage person in. Uh, You know, they're not going to let if they feel uncomfortable about you being there, they're going to kick you out. It's their right. You can't hate them because they kicked you out.
1: Right, right. Uh, okay, so a very long five-star review. Um, if you are seeing a show at the Hollywood Amphitheater, don't stay anywhere else. We are in town for the Muse gig. Everyone I ha- everyone I had contact with went out of their way to make this a great experience for us. I got a heads up before arriving that the shuttle could get me to a private entrance to the venue, and possibly get me in head in ahead of the line. As it turned out, a friends who queued early and had fast lane tickets still beat me to the front, but not by much. If I had needed it, the shuttle also would have saved a huge traffic hassle after the show. But I rode back to the hotel parking lot with friends. We arrived far ahead of normal check-in time after driving overnight from Kansas City. We hoped to drop off our bags in a safe spot and maybe snooze outside while queuing for the show. We were pleasantly surprised that it is possible to check in early, likely because it was a weekday too, but the person at the front desk was all but doing what she could for us. The room was lovely uh, for such a reasonable price. For an ordinary, on-a-budget person like me, it seemed almost luxurious. The new beds in the rodeo tower are super comfortable. The bathroom is huge and has a toilet behind a separate door. The free coffee packets made a brew that was actually drinkable. This from a coffee snob who grinds her own beans. The rest of breakfast is not free, but I am not a fan of sugary continental breakfast anyway. There are number of restaurants in the building i didn't have time for the buffet but did get a breakfast at the hollywood grind at first i thought it was pricey for a biscuit sandwich until i saw how big the sandwich and hash brown portions were i could have split it with somebody i also got a southwest salad at a at the 99 hops house delicious and also gigantic and only 12 dollars. i saved some for a post-concert snack It was very hot while we were visiting St. Louis and that led me to the last cool thing the staff at the Hollywood Casino and Hotel did for me. I had dunked a t-shirt in cold water and put it on my neck while trying to keep from overheating at the concert. Then I hung it in the closet to dry later. I probably should have chosen a a less special t-shirt for that job, but it wasn't really planned. And now that is how I ended up leaving behind a shirt with lots of sentimental value because I didn't remember to check the closet before leaving. Well, the housekeeping staff found it and have already shipped it to me. In summary, the facilities are very nice and up to date, and excellent staff really make this a great place to stay.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. I would like once again this person talking about the shuttle bus. Uh, I, I don't really have any necessarily comments about this, but I do have maybe in an analog. Uh, this person mentions Kansas City. Uh, they came from Kansas City. Uh, here in St. Louis, they have good hotels. How are the hotels in Kansas City, Alex? Uh, not great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm always going to think now about that time that you went to a hotel in Kansas City and it was literally uh, the slumlord millionaire's palace. So it, it
1: was, yeah, it was the worst. One other thing that I want to point out, she mentions the heat in uh, St. Louis being from the north. um the summer months, the high summer months in like Kansas City, St. Louis, it is
0: hot. It's very hot. Yeah, that was one thing that was hard to get used to, I suppose, in St. Louis versus coming here from South Dakota was that the summer in South Dakota can get hot. You know, it can get triple digits in South Dakota, but it can get really freaking cold, too. But you're not prepared for the humidity of hot. You know, like, you know hot, hot can be hot, whatever. But humid hot is a completely different kind of hell. It's it's just not an enjoyable hot, you know. It's it, it's terrible. It's like you know, it's still only like maybe like ninety five, but it feels just so much hotter. It's like it feels like one hundred and forty, and your body is like literally like oozing water everywhere in order to try to keep cool, and you just can't get cool. Yeah, you under you understand why the dogs are yeah, panting all terrible. the time. They're like, oh help me, help me, help me, help me. <laughs> No, nah, it's great. I mean, this person mentions the cost of an item, but I thought it was legit. You know, the, the rest of this inter- the interview, the rest of this review uh, seems pretty honest to me about what's happening. Uh, I think it was great. The service uh, brought or mailed their T-shirt back to them. So this review does mention money, but I took it not as being a marketing push, but being as a legitimate five star review.
1: Yeah, that one seemed legit. All right. So we have uh, one star. I'm so upset with Hollywood Casino and their lack of concern. On September 7th, we paid to valet our car to enjoy the casino and attended a concert with friends. My husband misplaced our valet ticket, so they had us go to the valet office to point out the keys to our car. Our keys were not anywhere in the office. My husband said they were that they have to still be in the car. The girl in the office assured us they do not leave the keys in the car. After looking again with no luck, my husband said, I want to look in our car. So a valet attendant went with him to the valet parking lot to look for our car. And there it was in the valet parking sitting unlocked with the keys in it. I was so upset, but it gets worse because when I called to report to a manager or supervisor, no one is ever available to speak to you. I left many messages with no return call regarding my concern. We paid for a service. We tipped our attendant very well, and in turn, they didn't care that we were upset that someone could have jumped in our car and stole it or any of the items in it. Hollywood Casino... I take care of my property and the fact that the valet was negligent and that you saw no concern about it to contact me back shows all I need to know. You obviously don't value your patrons or their property." So this one I find to be completely ridiculous because that car could be sitting with the keys in it anywhere within two miles of that casino and it's on camera.
0: Yeah, I like to think a casino doesn't have any cameras in it is like delirious. Like some I was I went through a McDonald's drive through not too long ago, and I don't know why any human would eat that garbage, but I eat it often enough. So apparently that makes me inhuman. But just the McDonald's in town has 18 cameras in it. That's just a McDonald's. Can you imagine the control room in a casino that has to watch every single table, every single square foot of property? Not only are people probably doing slip and fall accidents and trying to sue the casino for just stupid negligent stuff, but to think that they can't see everything around them it is asinine. Like, yeah, yeah okay, great. they left the keys in the car. That's not great. I can see how that'd be the problem. When I first started reading this review, I thought for sure it was going to be a situation where somebody, like the Valley had like, you know, took their sports car out for a joyride and they were going to come back and the car wasn't even there uh and then i got let down when i found out Mm -hmm. the car was actually there with the keys in it
1: (laughs) Uh, i worked valet at a casino we never had anything like that happen uh I, i worked grave shift so it was very slow nights but i mean we still did good business on the weekends um but yeah, I don't know. There was, there was no shenanigans like that. There was definitely other shenanigans, but there's there there no joyriding in the cars.
0: What were some of the shenanigans?
1: Um, so we, we had uh, this little tunnel that we had to go through, and on both ends of the tunnel were arms that raised and lowered, and so uh, people would try to um, time the the arms to make it so they didn't have to pause at at the arms twice so they would try to between the first set of arms gun it through to the second set of arms
0: okay and did that normally end up with uh, a car being smashed by some arms
1: um it that did happen a couple times um other than that it was kind of just um other stuff I, i probably shouldn't talk about and then um People, the valet people just not being able to find cars because they weren't the one that parked it, that kind of thing, even though, you know, they all had marked and numbered parking spaces to identify where they were. Um, And then, you know, just randomly you would find people's, you know, there was one vehicle I remember that uh, they had custom installed a PlayStation 2 into the dash and then put a screen uh, where their radio was. And uh, when the valet runner uh, turned on the car to bring it up,
0: there was porn playing on their PlayStation. Oh darn! Whatever will you do? And so what you're saying is they they came back late, right? They were busy for a little while while they uh, inspected the property. Yeah, they they probably didn't try to uh, game the arms on that one. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, they didn't. They were very slow in turning that off, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, right, I know that. Right. Uh, I'm sure that they have security walk through the valet parking lot, too, and make sure that, like, the cars that are in it are not being broken into. Yeah. When I, was, when I was younger, I was working at an airport, and we would do these patrols of the parking lot to make sure that there was nobody breaking into vehicles or, you know, no shenanigans happening in the parking lot. Well, I was walking through the parking lot with my boss, you know, we were just doing a normal, like, shift-change type situation. He was working days, and I was working nights at the time. And I'm going to the periphery of the parking lot and I'm walking kind of higher on the curb. And he was down in the parking lot, so he couldn't like see necessarily what I could. But I was walking higher and I could see like into like the bed of like pickup trucks from the height I was walking. I'm not super tall, but because I was walking on like a raised berm or whatever, I could see further and I could see into the bed of trucks. And so while well, I was doing that and walking alongside... I found a guy sleeping in the back of a truck at the airport and I was like I told my boss hey come on over look at this and so you know he came up and he's on the hill with me looking he's like what am I looking at it's like look at that truck right there and he looks and he's like oh my god do you think that person's dead anyway so we called security security came out they woke this homeless guy up and they kicked him out of the parking lot they didn't arrest him or anything but they're like dude you can't stay here that's not your truck and they checked for a while just to make sure that actually wasn't his truck he was sleeping in. But nope, it was some homeless guy sleeping in the back of some truck in the valley parking lot. So it's like, okay. I don't know how long he'd been there. He could have been there for a couple days. But uh, he looked like he hadn't moved for, you know, a couple days. Nice. It, it was interesting. I'm sure a lot of weird things happen in cars. Uh, I've heard a lot of stories. But uh, for this next five-star review, no complaints about this hotel. Really. I enjoyed my stay here, and would consider staying here again if I ever came back. It was clean, and the rooms were pretty up to date. There was more than one tower for this hotel, and the tower we stayed in was called the Sunset Tower, and I liked it a lot. It came with hardwood floors, a mini fridge, in the room that didn't work, and the ice maker on the floor also didn't work. We had to go to the second floor for ice. Other than that, no complaints at all. I liked that the elevators you have to use your room key to get to to activate. This prevents just random people from going to your floor or your room. It's complimentary valet parking or self-parking. If you self-park, you get to check in at the front and drive to the garage, or you can even park in the front. If you park in the garage, you just get into the elevator and go to the casino floor, walk through the hallway and you go into another elevator to your room floor. The casino itself is pretty cool. They have complimentary sodas and coffee, there's also soda stations all around against the wall. There were many slot machines to play and a few tables. The tables start as low as a $5 minimum bet. There are also a few restaurants in this casino, but none that serve a breakfast buffet. There are designated smoking sections in the casino. A five-star review. It's pretty basic in the sense, but this is a five-star review where the ice machine doesn't work and the fridge in their room also didn't work well it's nice that they
1: were understanding enough to realize that those things happen
0: yeah they had to go to a different floor to use the ice machine you may remember back in a hill with one tree on it when we talked about the hilton there was a review in which that person was very irate at the fact that their ice machine did not work and that they had to go to a different ice machine that they could still hear from their room it always makes me think about those situations in this case where this is a five-star review and they're like totally chill. Eh, things break. It's fine. So kudos to them, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then we have a one-star review. This hotel is worse than a Motel 6. My wife and I stayed in this hotel on our way to Chicago last week. The only good thing that, about the stay was the valet who helped us with our luggage. This man knew customer service. Our first room hadn't been cleaned, had lights not working, and both TVs didn't work. We were moved to a different room, which was a little better, but not great. We ordered room service, which was a joke. A cheeseburger and a chicken quesadilla and two iced teas were $70 with a tip and were delivered in a plastic Walmart bag. And the meals were in styrofoam containers. The room had no table to eat on, so we had to eat on the ottoman. I won't bring up the casino, but that was a joke too. This place is worse than a joke. Never again. That was a
1: one-star review. That is an extremely expensive cheeseburger and chicken quesadilla.
0: That is a very expensive cheeseburger and quesadilla. However, I will caveat that with saying that that is a room-serviced cheeseburger and quesadilla. Yeah, I suppose it's still those $70. He's lucky it wasn't a cheeseburger for $70. I mean, I've been at some hotels before where when I look at the room service bill or not the bill, because I don't get room service. But when you look at the room service menu and you see how much that is, I I nearly faint at the concept of a cheeseburger being $70. There's a concept or there used to be a concept back in the day called the hundred dollar hamburger. Where you would get in your plane and you'd fly to an airport restaurant and you'd get a burger and you'd fly back home. The idea was that that burger would build you a flight time and then you'd buy a burger and that burger's ultimate cost to you was a hundred dollars. You know, today that burger is probably like a three hundred dollar burger or a two hundred dollar burger at least. But this person didn't even enjoy a flight or fly a plane. He went to a hotel. Would that be just to get, like, the the flight miles? Is, is
1: that the idea there? The flight miles? Yeah, why would you fly to another airport
0: just to eat a burger? Well, there's two thoughts. One is because you love to fly and you just do it for the fun of it. Sure. Right? You, you enjoy flying, and so you, any excuse you can have, any excuse that you can get, you do that so you can fly. Okay. The other aspect, which comes along with it, is that A lot of a pilot's time and a lot of a pilot's insurance and a lot of pilots bragging rights come down with how many total hours of flight time they have. So like if I'm talking to some guy and he's a pilot, he tells me how good of a pilot he is. He's going to say, well, I have over a thousand hours in this plane or I have over 500 hours and I'm type rated in a 737 or whatever. So flying to another airport to get a hundred dollar cheeseburger. Is a way of building hours so that you can brag to other pilots about how much flight time you have.
1: So, but that wouldn't be for just your average traveler.
0: No, your average traveler is not going to do that. This be a person that like owns a plane or has a pilot's license to fly a plane. It's not. Gotcha. It's not oh, going to yeah. be some person who's like got frequent flyer miles to fly to like Chicago for a burger. Uh, that's going to be a seven hundred dollar burger. I mean, flying, <laughs> flying, flying commercial is really expensive. I mean, there probably are people that would do that. I, like I said before, I, I will drive to the Twin Cities and I'll eat at some of my favorite restaurants with them there. And I know that uh, I have a pilot's license. I could technically fly to the Twin Cities and get a, a, a burger, but it's going to cost me more than 100 bucks to get it. The, but yeah, I mean, two iced teas, $70. Does, deli- I mean, I think the issue with the $70 here is the, the presentation of it, right? So if this person had gotten $70 for the food, but it came in like nice porcelain delivery trays or... You know, stainless steel like trays like you see on the movies, you know, I think they probably would have been fine. I think it's really the plastic bags from Walmart that set this person off more than anything else. But it's hard to say. They had a good review. They liked the valet, the valet new customer service. Their issue here is that the room service was a joke, which comes down to a Walmart bag to me. I mean, that's what I see here. I don't know a lot of hotel rooms that I stayed in that had tables they'll have some sort of desk maybe but not at, like a table uh, ah, i don't know uh, it's a it's a valid opinion everybody's got their their opinions and this person's opinion was that the uh, room service was a joke and the casino was worse and that the casino is uh trash that that's at least their opinion of it fair enough yeah it is what it is uh so i guess we'll kind of get to the point where we'll talk about whether or not this place is trash or not And before we get to the recommendations or the judgments, we'll go through some of the vocabulary here. Uh, Some of the top words that we'd find in five-star reviews, but not in one-star reviews, are breakfast, hot, park, amphitheater, boyfriend, closet, complaints. Okay. Some of the things we find in one-star reviews, but not in five-star reviews, are told, customer, wait, manager, money, left. Security, you know, I kind of sometimes make up weird sentences. I don't really have a great one here, but uh, I had to wait because the manager left my money and I he told security. Uh, maybe I maybe I got them all there. I don't know. Uh, some of the common ones, both in one and one star reviews and five star reviews casino, nice room, hotel, staff, stay, check. We don't really know if those are positive or negative uh, nouns or verbs, but what we do know is that you know, some of the common words really are the casino. is a nice, the hotel has good staff or, you know, they had a good stay there. I guess we really don't know, but uh, it's good words. Like we said, it's got a review distribution of 11. Really what that just means is that uh, for every step along the way, there, there's more and more reviews. So five stars is going to have the least four has more, three has more, two has more. And then one has the majority or, uh, you know, the plurality of all of the, all of the stars in this case, for the Hollywood Casino in St. Louis, they certainly had more one-star reviews. They had 48% of them were one-star reviews. Uh, some of the pros and cons for this establishment. Uh, I guess what I'll do is I'll take the pros and uh, the mixed, and you can handle some of the... Well, that's not what I'll do. How about this? You take the, secu- the pros, and I'll take mixed and con. How's that, Alex?
1: Okay, that works. Um, so, uh, security... Um, you're gonna find security at any casino that you go to and, uh, it is, um, a benefit because you want yourself to be protected and the casino themselves wants to be protected. And like I mentioned, um, once you're within a couple miles of the casino, almost guaranteed you are on camera. Um, the decor and style, um... From the descriptions of it, it sounds nice. I have not personally been to this casino, but um, I will take the word of the average (laughs) comment regarding the decor style, and I will say that it is fitting to the casino. Um, And then the gaming floor, there was... um, some nice references to the gaming floor. So those are the pros for the Hollywood casino.
0: Yeah, and there are a number of places in the casino that uh, wouldn't necessarily meet lounge criteria, uh, but are really nice places to just kind of sit and relax. For mixed and con, mixed uh, security staff, I think this is really just gonna come down to what end of the stick you're on. If you are going to the casino and you're behaving yourself, and you look at the security as being there to protect you, you're probably gonna like the security staff. If you're at the casino and you're intoxicated and you're causing a lot of trouble, or you're not intoxicated, but you're causing a lot of trouble, uh, your friends are not gonna be the security staff. So, you know, I can see where a review might talk negatively about them, but in those cases, I think we'll get to what I think about them later. Uh, Front desk staff, uh, same kind of situation, just depends on the situation that you're in. Uh, Front desk staff, Uh, may be nice to you they may be not very nice to you could be because the person is not very nice it could be because you're not a very nice person you will get i think we've we had this concept come up before where if you treat the employees professionally even when you're upset with them they will generally respond in kind and they will be professional to you even when uh, they don't agree with what you want or they can't provide it so it always benefits you to be as courteous and professional as you can, even or more specifically in situations where you are upset and you want some sort of grievance fixed. Uh, do they have broken equipment? Yeah, some reviews talked about there being broken equipment. I would presume in any business at any time in its life, there's going to be situations where somebody broke something and didn't report it as broke. I, I, I have kids. Something breaks. You ask every kid, hey, did you break this? Every kid's going to be like, no, I didn't break it Yeah, One of you broke it. So people break stuff. They don't come out and say it is the hotel dirty does it smell. There were a couple of reviews that we didn't read that went into the intoxication issue. I will tell you that if you do not drink and you go to a nightclub where a bunch of people are drinking your concept of intoxication is going to be vastly different than those people who are at the nightclub drinking. And that's not just a perception issue. That's an issue where people can get very rowdy, very obnoxious when they're drinking. But if everybody's drunk, nobody notices. It's just the people that are not drinking that would notice these things. So uh, it, it can be a con, I suppose. But in that case, the con is you're in a bar and you're not drinking. You can't blame the people in the bar drinking. If everybody's drunk, nobody's drunk. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. The only if everybody's drunk, the people not drinking are the drunks. <laughs> it's like uh, there, there's a, there's a, um, there's a scene in How I Met Your Mother where Ted Mosby is riding on the bus, and he's having a discussion, I think, with Robin Shurbatsky at the time, and they were talking about if you're on a bus, like a city bus, and you can't determine who the crazy person on the bus is you're the crazy person. So just remember, if you're in a valley of intoxicated people, you're the one that's acting funky, not them. But in any case, that's me rambling on about uh, people who don't drink. Judgments, judgments. we talked about them in three different ways. Are they justified trash? The business is probably trash. Two, questionable. You know, bad business meets a bad customer. There's just an overall bad situation transpiring or pretentious, not trash. The reviewers are probably just pretentious. I'm gonna go with pretentious, not trash. You know, in my opinion, all the nigger reviews about this hotel are pretentious. In nearly all cases, there is something obviously happening and security is working to resolve the problem. If you are being kicked out of a casino, either you are being obnoxious or you're intoxicated, or perhaps cheating, telling fabricated one-star reviews only to make you look foolish and give the place doesn't make it trash. So I'm calling it pretentious.
1: Uh, I as well went with pretentious. Um, I find that the one-star reviews were kind of complaining about non-issues. Casinos in general are meant to, I mean, aside from siphon money from you, they're meant to be entertaining. Um, My main rule with the casino is just, uh, you know, commit to a specific amount of money and once you've lost it that's it
0: yeah i think that's a good saying in fact that saying is a very valuable saying to know everywhere Uh, i don't uh you may remember an online uh multiplayer a massively multiplayer online game called eve online does that game sound familiar to you yes it does yes i've lost many many uh, many starships in eve online And one of the overriding principles with flying anything in that game is you do not fly what you cannot afford to lose. You cannot replace it. Insurance money is hard to come by. It will not pay for the entire ship. You need to remember in the back of your mind, just because I can buy something doesn't mean I can afford it. So... Uh, I have lots of good Eve online stories we can talk about some other time. But in this case, today is don't fly what you can't afford to lose. Uh, For recommendations, my recommendation is, yes, go visit this casino. Uh, I highly recommend the hotel for all the reasons listed above in the five star and some of the one star reviews. Um, I know it seems kind of funny to think that one star reviews are a good thing, but uh, one star reviews can add very valuable context that adds to a five star review and i think it's one of the great things about our project here at is this place trash is that all the reviews really can give you a sense as to what a place is like and it doesn't necessarily need to be the one star reviews are bad one star reviews can just add context so for me uh this is a yes go go have fun go enjoy the casino
1: uh, i also gave this one a yes surprisingly since most of my recommendations are a no um, but yes, I would recommend going and having a night out and enjoying the casino and, uh, having a good
0: time. Yeah. I do remember when I saw that you voted for yes on this, I was like, oh my gosh, a yes. Yeah, so there think, you go. I think this there is only the second one that I've given a yes to. know. <laughs> um, maybe somebody else can keep track of like the meta statistics about how many times I say and or interesting or whatever. But in this case for the Hollywood casino, St. Louis, Uh, A harsh lesson. We have two judgments for pretentious, not trash, and two recommendations for yes. So go forth, enjoy the casino, and uh, have a great day. Thank you for listening to our show, Is This Place Trash? All episodes are available wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay tuned for new releases. Leave a review, five stars only, of course. Visit our website at www.isthisplacetrash.com or engage with us on any of our social media channels. If you like what we're doing and want more, consider donating to our podcast at www.IsThisPlaceTrash.com to determine, is this place trash? Is This Place Trash is hosted by Eric Dahl and Alexander Dahl. Music and production provided by Neverfront Studios in collaboration with Lucas Music. For entertainment purposes only, don't take the reviews or comments seriously. Make your own judgments based on your own research.